and we are live live so i'm live, sending live. invites to pretty much everybody i don't think 50 people are going to join i'm still pretty new at this whole thing i mean no that's cool man. I, I i wanted to do it a long time ago but i didn't really know like the whole opportunity in a space to do it but the this this platform is actually like a pretty cool opportunity to do it because not only not only can we like okay. do it live um people actually listen to it live you know most podcasts aren't made to where somebody jumps on there and listens to it live it's mostly mostly something that uh people listen to after the fact so no well said so i don't really know too much about the platform and i'm glad that you introduced it to me but um i'm excited man if you get four people three seventeen twenty two We'll make it fun. Can they talk? Yeah. Can they interact yeah. with us? They can. If they decide they want to send a little call in, they could uh, call in and ask some oh, questions wow. if they want. Like Keith down there, you see he's a listener. Uh, me and Keith, okay. Keith actually did my first podcast on here with me. He's pretty educated. And, um, okay, Keith, what's up, Keith? Stuff, Chase? So. So he was a really nice. cool person to have on there. So I, I tried I try to switch it up a little bit. You know, I tried to get maybe a follower that knows what they're talking about a little bit. And then I try to get, I try, I try to get a player on here once in a while. I had, uh, nice. my first player that I did was Chris Fields. Obviously you should, you should know who Chris Fields is. So, Oh man, that's, yeah, that's my, I got a good Chris Fields story too, but that's my guy. Yeah. So Chris Fields was fun to have on. He, we, we just went through his little career at Ohio state, you know, everybody, I feel like most of these guys are, most of these people are former players. I'm going to get on here has like, that one moment, you know, obviously Chris moment or Chris Fields, moment was uh, the Purdue game because obviously everybody remembers right. that. And I'd say your moment was probably obviously that Iowa game. So mm, uh, yeah, no, that was a good time. That was a good game. That was a good game. But, but before we get into like any of like that stuff, let's, let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about the game that happened last weekend. Yes, sir. Ah, must we go back to the past? We have to for we a second, to. man. No, I'm with you. Let's do it. Let's do it for sure. Where were you? Because I've seen you went live on Instagram. Yeah. That. Were you like at I was, a, a bar or something? Yeah, I was at BBR. I was with uh, the old timer, um, Jimmy Bell, who uh, played like 96 to 99. Um, he actually won and yep. beat Michigan one time when they uh, when Michigan was actually like ranked like four in the country and was actually in hopes of getting like a national t- title opportunity. And obviously it wasn't like it is now with the playoffs, but if they would have won, it could have catapulted them in a good direction, but uh, they beat them that time and lost the other times. But for me, you know, it's just the fact of having five gold pants, you know, being on some of those teams, being with a team where I was at home um, watching AJ Hawk and uh, Bobby Carpenter and then Bobby Carpenter getting hurt and seeing little James animal, you know, go out there as a freshman and, uh, you know, cement his legacy. So um, I've been a part of some real cool games, even one versus two uh, with Troy Smith winning the Heisman and things of that nature and being wire to wire number one ranked in the country. Uh, thought we were invincible. Um, so it was a different type of pain. It was a different type of pain uh, on Saturday. And I think most Ohio State fans would tell you that. But obviously, you know, wanting it for those guys, wanting it just for the rivalry's sake, um, just the fact that those guys up north can still say that they've won more games in a rivalry is still a crushing blow. Um, so, yeah, it stung. I was at BBR. Um, I was cussing out the TV. Um, you know, me being a guy in the trenches, um, to have somebody run for, you know, 170 yards is one thing, but to break a record and have five touchdowns, you know, ran on you as a defensive lineman, that, that really just crawled my skin. So it was tough to watch. Um, I love my Buckeyes. That's the, like the only type of thing I get into. I played in the league for six years, but 
you know, I got cut 12 times with that. With that being said, Ohio State is near and dear to me. But, um, yeah, it sucked. It definitely sucked. Where were you? Were you um, – I, I was I was at home, dude. I, 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 had to, I had to work that day. I originally had to open at work, but I was mm. like, nah, not happening. Not I got to watch the game. Um, but I was like I, – I don't even know, man. I think at halftime I was like, okay, cool. It's just it was the first half. We're going to get it all out, like all the jitters or whatever. We're going we're gonna to get right. rid of all that. And then, like, man, the second half started, and I'm just like, dude, they're just – they're walking down the field, and it's not even – it's effortless because – Nothing we could do would would stop them, and I think they threw the ball maybe four times in the second half. Man, and I'm just like, bro, we're, we're yeah. we have these long t- drives where we score touchdowns, and it takes like seven minutes off the clock, and then eventually right. we score, and then boom, they're scoring in like two minutes, five plays, just running the ball, and we know mm-hmm. what they're doing. No, I'm hearing you. Well said. Well said. Uh, the thing about it, when it comes down to that game, um, when, when it comes down to that game, everything is to play. Um, I have to go back to the fact of the elements, it, it being cold, it being wet, it being, you know, almost a snowstorm. Um, that wasn't really conducive to what Ohio State wanted to do and throw the ball in the air. Michigan, um, they linemen came, they all dark blues. Uh, they were they were ready for business. They played nastier, they played meaner, they, they came downhill. You know, Ohio State are, you know, we're, the, the last few years were known as the rush, rushmen. We get upfield and sometimes with certain offenses, that calls for holes and that calls for, you know, being able to slip behind blocks and then have, you know, four or five, six yard gains. Um, as a defensive line, we did not play that too well. Um, another stat besides um, the only four passes on the second half, they didn't have any third downs in the second half of the game. So when you're, you know I mean, running the ball and, you know, getting four or five, six yards a pop, um, there's not really much that you need to do differently. You know, you got to make them stop you and make them respect that area of it. Or you're going to, you know, run it down their throat. And um, unfortunately, that's what it, that's what the case was. Did you got? Did you stay and finish the entire? Oh, game? of course, every second of it. I watched. I watched the whole. I mean, my I had again tear ducts was filled. Um, I, that's is that emotional. Uh, the back of my head, you know, just everything. My phone was buzzing because I knew people were, you know, wanting to collect their money and things of that nature. I bet about five different people. Um, with that being said, um, I watched everything. I watched them run onto the court. I watched them, um, I mean, run onto, onto the court, uh, run onto the field and, and, and be super happy and jubilant. Um, and then I just felt like an eerie darkness over everything. And I was just like, was excited to be able to count down to see them in Columbus next year. So yeah, I watched the whole darn thing, even the, the news right after it, just to hear that this was reality. I kind of was froze, man. I had a, uh, a couple adult beverages, but I was just sober and just froze. So it was tough to watch. It was tough. It was tough to really, as a fan, as an old player, it it, uh, it it makes you feel real different about yourself. That whole, even the beginning of the week, I haven't, I, I really still haven't got over it. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty tough. Yeah, I, I was pretty sad, man. It's like you'll have your games where you watch them, and they're like they piss you off, and it, like they bring a rage into you. But this is right. one of those games where. I wasn't getting mad, man. I was sad. I was like, I was like, we're really, this is really happening, man. And- no, man. It, listen, I remember looking at the, the second half and when I turned my live back on, it was 14 to 10. And I'm thinking like, there's hope. We're, we're, we're winning. We got a chance. And then we just couldn't stop anything. I mean, from the special teams play to the, the, the way that our offense was, they still doing their job. You know, CJ Stroud got to give him a lot of credit as a freshman. He went in there, got hit in the mouth a bunch of times, got a bunch of pressures. Guys got sacks on top of him. Um, we lost up front um, and it showed and it was tough to to deal with and tough to even, you know, try to 
make sense of it. You know, being a Buckeye and a Buckeye fan, I'm a super fan. That's the only thing I'm a super fan of. And we got our ass kicked. So it was, it was tough. Do you think, do you think that this loss falls on like any, like you, are you just going to feel say, like, like it's a legacy oh, piece? So, no, it's a legacy yeah, piece. I don't, I don't feel yeah. like it. I don't feel like, again, we're going to look up, up front. I think it's going to make, you know, coach Johnson and, um, uh, I'm losing my the offensive line coach. Just that more much more grittier for the off season and bowl practice. I mean, there's going to be an emphasis on Mick Mariotti to get those guys to just be a little bit more angrier. We had a couple freshman um, defensive. We had a, you know the freshman defensive line made an all all American team and all Big Ten team. And you know, I mean, we, we we've had we got yeah. young talent. It, it's a it's a young team when you look at it on paper. I mean, we had the superior um, Brian Hartline room of wide receivers, but at the end of the day, you look across the board and we are young. Um, the offensive line got a couple people that's going to obviously move and go into the next level, but you know I, I like our chances. But this is all about legacy. This is all about every ten years, um, Michigan waking up a little bit and realizing that they're going under. Under, um, I still don't feel like they're going to be able to weather the storm. I still feel like they're going to really get demolished uh, by you know the, 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 their big brothers, the big brothers of the Big Ten. Um, but you know. Even a broke clock is is right twice a twice a twice a day. So they got us. They got us. Yeah, I don't know, man. I was I was like, man, the thing that sucks more about losing to them is their fans, man. The way they're gonna act about mm. them beating us for the first time in ten years. I'm like, dude, they're gonna act like they never lost the game to us once in the last ten years. Listen. <laughs> rightfully so you know it's almost like that janet jackson quote like what have you done for me lately like you're only as good as your last game and again it is a little bit easier and more comfortable and cooler pillow to lay our heads on the fact that we are you know the last decade uh we won eight games and one of them wasn't played but the fact that you won the last one it makes me now look at the 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 countdown and it's 359 days until we get the chance to play those guys again and it's uh it's something for us that it's like it's, it's kind of cool to play on the other side, knowing that these guys are going to go about it and about their business um, in the correct manner. Um, but, you know, it, it, it sucks, but it's a, it's a part of what you need for a rivalry. You know, people were like, damn, they're throwing the rivalry out, asking, would we rather have Penn State, um, things of that nature. You know, obviously, they're not even beating their, their, their little brothers. So, you know, there was a lot of chips in the middle of the table. And Harbaugh got the win that he needed to keep him going. He Harbaugh was not going to be the coach for uh, the team up north if he didn't win this game. He could not have lost to his little brothers and us. I don't care what bowl win or, or opportunity he got. It just went bowl well with the things that he did during the offseason, you know, deferring all that money. Now he's making another claim and giving all the Big Ten money and all the accolades. And he's he's really trying to show that he's the coach of all coaches because this is his dream job. So, it's momentum, um, and I can't wait to stop this little bit of momentum they have. But, you know, nonetheless, 360-something days, um, it'll be here, and we'll be ready for it. Do you think, um, obviously, I named the title of this uh, episode, Playoff Hope's Dead. Mm. Do, you think, do you think they're completely dead, or do you <laughs> think there's a lot of things that could happen to where we get the nod over some other teams? Because Man. We, we bring – we I mean, Ohio State is Ohio State, so I feel like even the yep. committee – would be like, damn, who do we want to see in one of these last spots if all this chaos happens that could could potentially right. happen, you know? there's There could be, what, we're seven right now. Easily, Alabama's probably going to lose their game, most likely. Um, Cincinnati could lose yeah. to Houston. I think Houston's a pretty good team. Um, I mean, these teams could lose ahead of us, man, and I think that we have a good chance to squeak in there. 
Listen, so I, I played on the again the, the the Michigan one versus two, um, one with Troy Smith. We went to the national championship the next year. Um, we lost to Illinois um, the game before Michigan, and we still had enough happen. Obviously, it wasn't the playoffs, but to um, to get into the national to the national championship against LSU. Um, I say that to say this: like the the committee and really just every bowl loves Ohio State. We travel the best we 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 show out we we're a uh, very very flat we're, we're the number one program when it comes down to revenue funds so they know what ohio state is they the, the t-shirt sale everything works for bowl um for the bowl games uh but but we need like a perfect storm um we need georgia to completely manhandle um alabama um we need obviously houston to whoop up on cincinnati um we need, uh, I mean, Iowa, and I hope to destroy um, Michigan. Um, and and then you have, you know, Baylor still ahead of us. Uh, we're not. I don't know if Baylor's still ahead of us, but Baylor need. Yeah, yeah. They're so, nine. Yeah. yeah, they're not. Oklahoma lose So there is a there is a smidgen of an opportunity. Um, uh, but again, it has to be some convincing wins, um, and it has to be a perfect storm. Um, I, I again, I've seen crazier things happen, but you know the, the the fact of the matter is, there's never been a two uh, lost team ever in the college football playoffs, and people would be up in an uproar um, if they chose Ohio State over like a Notre Dame that are that is just sitting there um, that don't have the same wins, but uh, you know only lost one game to a to a Cincinnati. Oh, man. I, I mean, look, I'm not going to get my hopes up, but I'm going to see how everything unfolds on Saturday. Friday, I mean, tomorrow starts, though, I think, the the championship games. So I'm not going to get my hopes up, but I'm going to say I'm going to stay optimistic yeah. that we could uh, make everybody upset and squeak by and get back in there. Listen, there's a fighter's chance, and that's all you can really ask for at this point of the season, losing that particular game. Um, for me as a player, um, I, 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 I would rather them. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't like to say that out loud. I don't like to manifest that. But I would like to get another chance in the Rose Bowl against the Oregon, and you know, what I mean, just dominate those guys, and then uh, you know, let Luke Fickle, you know, do something crazy, uh, and, and put Cincinnati on the top of the map. I'm. I, I don't see, even though Houston is a decent team, I don't see that particular happening. Um, and again, that per- perfect storm has to damn near be perfect for it to happen for Ohio State. Um, but that young team, um, you, you never know. I mean, that's, that's what dreams are made of. That's what college football is all about. And again, we will come full fledged, full force. Um, and it'd be exciting to see. It, it would be exciting to see. I don't, I don't think any of those four teams want to see us, honestly. Um, I agree. I feel, I, I feel like any of those top four teams would love to play a Cincinnati or a Notre Dame or something. They'd much rather see us not in there. Even, uh, even like, I don't know, man. I don't think the team up north is a better team than us. I think it was just one of those games, you know? Um, it was, definitely. But I don't think any of the four teams up there, they want to see us. I, I, I feel like they would be, they would be terrified if we, squ- we squeak in there. They're, like, they're going to be like, fuck. I was like, okay, now we got to play one of these dudes when they were expecting to play like a Notre Dame or a fucking Baylor right. or something. Yeah, so, I mean, at the end of the day, our office was number one across the board in, in every statistical category throughout the season. I mean, we might have slipped to two here and there during the week. But for the most part, Ryan Day was formulating, you know, some amazing stats. Uh, obviously, C.J. Stroud still up for the Heisman um, and a bunch of other awards on that offensive side. Um, both our tackles are all Big Ten players. Um, we have the credentials and we have the firepower. We've seen what we did to Little Brothers. But, 
you know, at the end of the day, it's like uh, that shooting in the dark is amazing. I, and, and I'm all for it. I just know for me, uh, getting your hopes up in this particular area, uh, it, it calls for some confusion and some chaos. Um, but yeah, I'm a, if you, if you, if you get it, I'm going to give you a big praise if that happens, but I'm going to be the, the lesser of the, of the, of the hopefuls on that one. Hey man, somebody has to be hopeful. And like you, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm not going to get too hopeful about it, but I'm going to stay optimistic that it could happen. There you go. There you go. Fighter's chance. Fighter's chance. Um, man, I, I we tried to get you on here to do this episode the other day, but you went to the basketball game, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it was um, the fact of the matter is I didn't even know that Coach K was, you know, making his his final farewell. So when I when I heard that, I got um, actually Jamie Wood, which works in compliance, used to be a safety uh, at Ohio State. Um, he hit me up and said he had some tickets. So it was just like, hey, you know, I had enough time to do work and then, you know, go to a game at 930, even though that's past my bedtime. But I am super excited to to have witnessed what I did when it comes down to bas- uh, Buckeye basketball. It was, it was a great time, great event. What was the atmosphere like? I mean, obviously, that was an insane comeback by us. And I want to know what you're like. <laughs> what was the like the atmosphere in the freaking in the building like? Yeah. So, I mean, it was it was one of those things where um, even coming into the game, hearing that, you know, some, you know, I think I think they had us up or, or they, they had to the upset in like Vegas said it was like a two point spread or something of that nature. Like Duke didn't get too much. So yeah. it was one of those things where I was kind of surprised that they gave us that amount of love, knowing that we had two losses. I haven't really watched too much of the basketball program, to be honest, but just to see how they were or were were. were consistently fighting and um the you know the the bigs in there uh i think it's key uh was having he had a career game so it was he was bullying, bullying. And, and the other guy was about you know seven foot you know key is over here about six seven if that um wide body wide load but looked like almost a young charles barkley and was just posting up and just doing work and doing business so uh the atmosphere kind of flowed with those guys um uh, we 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 seen um, when um, our guy uh, Cedric Russell got in the game. Um, he came and he brought a spark. He hit a big three. Off. Yeah, difference, difference maker. maker. He hit a big three, and you know we we, we kind of was there. You know, I was. We had some red tiles. We had some things swinging. So it was a, it was a pretty good atmosphere. But it wasn't really to that last probably about six minutes when we you know came out halftime. When we you know came out halftime, it being only two halves. Um, and kind of got on a run, and uh, it was it was just crazy to see um, what Buckeye basketball did that day. Even the, even the fact of how the, the fans celebrated, even though it was COVID, it was kind of kind of kind of crazy. It was awesome, dude. That kind of helped my like my mood a little bit from being depressed all week after that loss on Saturday. I was like, man, as soon as we won that game, dude, I was so stoked, man. It was late. It was it was freaking everybody was sleeping, but I was up. I was like, bro, this feels so good that we just beat the number one team in the country. Listen. <laughs> Right. It was it was it was one of those things to have Duke and Columbus was a win all in itself. There were so many like guys with Duke fans, just random Duke fans. Just I actually went with uh, Solomon Thomas. Um, and every time we sing like a Duke fan, we you know, I mean, like, hey, you know, how was the trip up here? Like all these calls at Ohio State Duke fans. But um, the fact of the matter is just the, the level of the comeback and, you know, not making any free throws throughout the, the beginning of the game. I think we was like four for for 16 and then going for eight for nine to, towards the end of the stretch. I mean, it, it felt, you know, amazing. And, and to know that 
Ohio State has a real, really good recruiting class coming in. Um, it kind of was, you know, it got you excited for another, you know, another program that got some prowess and some presence. Um, the Big Ten in general has a lot of great basketball programs. You got Purdue, who's probably going to be number one now. Um, you know, and then you got, you know, the team up north who has a decent basketball program and Michigan State always, you know, comes through. So it's cool to see, you know, that bunch doing well. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So I want to rewind all the way back to 2004. There we go. <laughs> when you committed to Ohio State. Um, yes, sir. Where, you said, it says you were a four-star guy in high school. How how well did they track, like, like the stars and stuff, like, yeah. in high school back That's then? That's a great question. It was, again, it was 2004. I think it might have been the second year of actually giving out stars and things of that nature. Um, I was a man amongst boys in Buffalo, New York. We're, we're known for basketball. We don't, we don't do the football thing that, that well, but we do travel. My high school actually played St. Francis de Sales this year and got their, their ass kicked, but you know, still they travel. We played my senior year, St. Ignatius, um, up in Cleveland. And then we played St. Xavier when they had, um, guys like Luke Keekley and Robbie Shonoff, who was a Buckeye. Um, like they had some real great players on their team. I think they had like five or six division one players. Um, so we traveled. So to be a four star was really cool. I was a parade all American, um, was one of the first big time recruits from that area since the late, great Will Smith, rest in peace. Um, and it was amazing. It was amazing. It was great to be from that area of Buffalo, New York, and then kind of be able to put, um, Buffalo on a map to a certain extent. We had another guy named Mike Williams who actually had almost a better NFL career who played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who came out around the same time. Um, so it was awesome. It was joyous. It was, it was, it was amazing. Did you, um, was Ohio state, I don't know how many offers you had, obviously I'm sure you had a bunch, but what, what other schools were you like thinking? Yeah. About? Yeah. So I had like 30 some scholarship offers. Um, uh, I had a lot of the sec. I was actually looking at Honestly, Alabama, that was one of my top five. Uh, that was one of my five official visits. It wasn't with Saban, though. It was back with uh, Shula, Don Shula's son. Um, and they just got off of penalties. They just got off of um, sanctions. So I like those guys. I actually liked Wisconsin. I went up to the Badgers um, and checked those guys out. That's when they had El- El- Alvarez was his last year. Uh, then they had a guy like, like Erasmus James and a- another bunch of great deep linemen. Um, Boston College, you had Matthias Kiwanuka, who took me on my visit who took me all around Boston to show me the, like the lifestyle that you can live. And it was crazy. I was eating like lobster at two o'clock in the morning. Um, uh, then I went to uh, Florida. Yep. With Meyer. Oh man. It was a, probably my best visit. Um, just because I was with B- Brandon Seiler. And I mean, he had the access to the city. Um, but it was, it was a great time coming from Buffalo, New York, never really been going anywhere. I mean, I went to Canada cause it was a, you know, a hop, skip and a jump. But, to, you know, to make those visits and have those weekends was, was something I definitely cherished. And the cool story about that, Jim Trestle was like, hey, you can go wherever you want to go to. But the only place that I forbid you to go is to that team up north. If you go and visit that team up north, we, we, we might take your scholarship. And he said it jokingly, but I know he was serious. And uh, I respect it. And I did not go to that team up north. So it was a good time. What was your like ultimate deciding factor to pick Ohio State? Okay, so great, man. I, my my high school coach and Jim Trestle went to Baldwin Wallace together. My my high school coach, yeah, what? my high school coach is Ilya Apollo. Um, he was a big time wrestler back in the days of uh, like Andre the Giant. So his son um, is Dennis Apollo, and he, he was the tight end for uh, Jim Trestle. So it was almost like an inside job, you know. When I when I got a lot of when I got a lot of pub. 
and I got my Ohio State offer. It was probably like number five. And then I got like another 20 something after I, I had almost 30 scholarship offers. So it was a good time. It was fun. But um, I committed early to Ohio State, um, even the beginning of my senior year, just because I, I kind of felt like I mean, I actually have family in Springfield, Ohio. So I have family in Springfield, Ohio, had some families, family in Reynoldsburg, Ohio. And uh, it just felt right. It was just like a necessary thing. Um, no one seeing Will Smith uh, my, my last few years at, in high school, I coming to like games at Ohio State. Um, I kind of knew when I got the offer, it was uh, it was something I needed to do. Man, that's awesome. I I never know, like, because I know like today, I don't know if it's the same. I know a lot of kids um, or teens or whatever, they got they get to take like what, like five official visits or something yeah. like that. Yep. Yep, and I don't know, I don't know if it's more it's now, same. but it, it was it was five. It was five for me, and I took every last one of them. Um, Ohio State was a great visit. Actually, cool story is Marcus Freeman uh, was my uh, was my first day host, and Jay Rich hosted me the next day. But uh, Marcus Freeman showed me a great time. He sh- showed me some of Columbus finest areas, and and um, we had a good time. So it was a, it was a cool visit. But Florida by far was was maybe the most party happy happiest place. But uh, I'm glad I chose the Buckeye, even though they. They, uh, the national championship didn't work out that way against Florida, but you know, just my lifelong presence in Columbus is, is well worth the, the opportunity. Man, you guys had you had some crazy teams though. Even the the, the national championship yeah. team in Florida, man, you guys we had Ted Ginn. Man, everybody saw that man we had. Ted, I mean, again, I played with the great AJ Hawk. I mean, what are the the, the the most quietest, fiercest leader ever? I mean, he'll just look at you and you just kind of chill and know what you need to be doing um got to play with troy smith i mean heisman winner um ted ginn um roy hall um uh nick mangold i played with nick mangold his, his nick mangold and rob sims they used to completely destroy me they're probably the reason why i, I got good really fast because i used to get my ass kicked by them in scout team so i was like you know i need to i need to get better they literally was just pile driving me uh pause on uh during practice but um yeah played with some greats tony gonzalez you know, he was a first rounder for the Colts, and now he's a, you know, in legislation in Cleveland. He's a, a, a senator, damn near. Um, Marcus Freeman, who's about to be the head coach at, at Notre Dame. Um, Little Animal, AJ Hawk, Malcolm Jenkins, Cameron Hayward, Thaddeus Gibson. Um, the list goes on. Uh, I, I came the year, I mean, I, the guys, the year that came after me that I got to see and be with because I was training um, for the NFL at the Woody Hayes was Braxton Miller, Shazier, um, Corey Lindsley, um, just a lot of great guys, man. It, it, was, it was really a great time to be in Ohio State Buckeye. Um, the team be- the year before me was the first team to get five gold pants in a row. Um, and we, you know, followed them. And, you know, my senior year, we won as well. So it was just a whole bunch of tradition. I mean, we got, you know, Tattoo Gate which I'm not really proud of, but, you know, we used to get, <laughs> listen, we, again, they're getting paid now, so we can let the cat out the hat. Like, we, we, if you, if you knew who you're supposed to know on, on the team and you were doing well, you, your grades and everything, we didn't really, you know, pay for anything full price besides gas. That's the only hookup I've never had. I, I couldn't go to a gas station and get, like, some extra 10 cents or 20 cents off. But when it comes down to if you needed something to eat for free, if you needed to get your hair cut for free, if you needed to get some furniture for a cheap price, hey, if you needed to get a car for a weekend, we had opportunities. And I'm glad that they're getting paid now. Um, but it's uh, it was a good time. Columbus was uh, was great to us. I feel bad, man. I, you got to think about the, the whole tattoo gate thing, man. You got to feel yeah. bad. 
for the guys that were involved because they're good dudes, man. No, for sure. For sure. And, and the thing about it, though, is, is like, you, you know, you're giving these guys that are 15, six, no, not 15, they're 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. Um, you, you got them at the Ohio State University where the merchandise is all around their nose. They can't afford it themselves. And we at the time, we had a guy named Louis Van Hoos. Louis, he was not giving us like free gear. Like, like they don't, we don't get the gear that they got. We don't get like an extra Nike LeBron suit. Like we got our track suit. We wore that from the summer all the way down to it got cold and put a little hoodie under it. And we had to make do, you know, now again, I'm not jealous, but I'm jealous. You know, they got so much, they get so much gear. I even once in a blue go up there and they give me a little care package. So, um, it is plentiful around the Ohio state university and well-known, well-recognized, uh, the fact that they're getting paid, we we said that we should have got paid back in the day. Um, but again, you know, everything is better as time goes on and it, rightfully and deservedly so. Man, so with you being at Ohio State for you were at Ohio State for a while. Um, yeah, five of them. You you played you, you didn't play in both of those national championship games, right? You just played in. I played in both of them. Play? I played in both of Did the you? national championship okay. games. Yep, I played in I played in like all, every game, but like two. Um, my freshman year, my my red shirt freshman year. So I played in the Florida game. I, I played. Uh, I did not play in the one versus two game. I was really salty about that. But every every other game I played, I played against Damn. Texas and things of that nature. So. Um, that was cool. And then my next year I started, I started as a sophomore. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was a, that five years, I would do it in a heartbeat again. Um, you know, besides having my daughter and that's kind of like the politically right thing to say, that was the best time of my life. Uh, I went I played in the league for six years. Uh, I fought tooth and nail to get my pension was on practice squad for most of my career and things of that nature got on IR about two to three times in my career. I finished my career on IR. Um, so with that being said, you know, six years in the NFL, you know, accounted for four when it came down to the practice squad, things being off. It was a great time. Um, and Ohio State is near and dear to my soul for sure. I mean, if I'm looking, if I'm reading this correctly, I mean, I'm not like, like taking jabs or anything, obviously, but it looks, it looks like the only, I don't know if it's true, but it looks like the only bowl game you've won at Ohio State was the Oregon. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. That sucks, man. I mean, so I was, I was a part, I, I, again, it didn't technically count when we beat Notre Dame and Brady Quinn, um, when we had like Quinn Pickock, Mike Kula, God rest his soul, um, Jay Richardson, uh, they, they beat, they beat, that was my, my redshirt freshman. I didn't play. I actually tore my ACL in bowl practice. Um, and then you're right. I lost the national championship against Florida. I lost the LSU to a national championship. Um, and then we lost to Texas in a Fiesta Bowl. Um, Colt McCoy, I, I bought that game too. I had two tackles for loss and a sack. Um, that was actually probably my best game, but, um, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, we, we lost all the, we went to, we was the only team to go to five straight BCS games. Um, and luckily, my senior year, we were like, I think, 17-point underdogs against a, a great Michigan team. I mean, a uh, Michigan team, a uh, great Oregon team. Um, with like Marcus, not Marcus Mariota, but they had this other running quarterback that actually went to Ole Miss the next year and got in trouble for stealing computers. Um, but they had, yeah, they had LeGarrette Blunt that they let out the lead, let out the, the bag for that game. Um um, they had, uh, they had, a, they had, a, they had yeah. the, the, the other running back play for the 49ers for a few years. So they had bodies. They had a couple defensive linemen that went to the league and played for a while. They had, they had a great team and we, we, we definitely got that monkey off our back and uh, we kept the streak alive at the moment and beat Oregon for the seventh time, um, in Ohio state history, never lost till this year. So yeah, some bullshit, bullshit on this year. Yep. It's all good.
man, you I'm looking at these like these uh teammates that you had yeah. in Ohio State. If I'm looking at this Oregon game, man. Yeah, Terrell yeah. Bryant, Brandon Sane, Devere Posey, Sajabacher. Yeah, Dude, that that's insane to know that like I mean, that was just your last year at Ohio State, man. I mean, like right. that was your last year, was it? That was my last year. That was my that was yeah. my captain year. That was a captain of that season. Thank you, Jim Trussell. That's when we only had like like four or we only actually had three main captains. We always on defense. It was Austin Spittler. He got drafted to the Baltimore Ravens and Kirk Coleman, who had the best career out of all of us and played like I think like eight or nine years for various teams. Um, but yeah, we had uh, we had some great I had uh, some great teammates, some great teammates. So um, we actually had the Bourne brother, you know, shout out to the Bournes. They need to give you a, a sponsorship with all the trash cans they got. Um, they uh, you know, that was the first guy to actually play for Michigan and then go ahead and turn around and play for Ohio State. So I'm that's some kind of cool shit to say. Um, you know, the fact that you played with one of those guys. But yeah, T P obviously was a rock star there. Um should have been a Heisman winner if he had a little bit more sense and a little bit more guidance in co in, in high school. Um but yeah we uh don't forget Boom Heron, um Beanie Wells. Um yeah play uh, San Antonio Holmes, a Super Bowl MVP. Um so I played with some some guys, some 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 real um, talented Buckeyes, um, Johnny Simon. I think he's still in the league. I mean, that's a quiet, great player. Um, yeah, so it was it was fun. It was it was it was super fun. It was it was super memorable. I got long lifelong friends. Can we get it out? Um, so it was a blessing, man, to say the least. I mean, it's even it's even crazy going back and looking back at like even like the Illinois team you lost. So everybody knows yeah. about that game. Juice Williams, man. Bro. Yeah, Rashad Mendenhall. I mean. That was the running back. I mean, he 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 uh, he did work, um, and he he almost got drafted off that game. He didn't have the longest NFL career because of that's when you first heard about like some mental health problems, and everybody like, damn, what's wrong with him? Is he cuckoo? But you didn't know the athletes really was dealing with different things. He showed it and showcased it. Then they got him about the league. That's a whole other story. But um, yeah, they had a lot of bodies. They had a they had another guard. I think played like a long time in the league. There was always, you know, here and there, some great players. They had a really has been really has been was a wide receiver um, that I played with in Tampa Bay. Um, that was a phenomenal guy that, uh, that that don't get enough love. Also, they had Jeff Cumberland, who was a guy from Columbus, Ohio, who played eight years in the league as the tight end, um, who was, uh, you know, one of the best players on the field that day. That's insane, dude. Um it looks like, dude, if we go look at, like, some of the games that you, like, made, like, super crazy impact, obviously, just because you play in the game and you don't show up really on the stat and on the stat sheet doesn't mean you don't have an impact. So, oh, yeah. Um, you look at some of your games, man. You played against Michigan State, and you got an interception against, what, Kirk Cousins? Yeah, you know what? That Was that Kirk? I don't think – I don't know if that was Kirk Cousins, man. Um, that was, again, that sure? was – our defensive line is a selfless position, especially on the inside. We had – you know, Lawrence Wilson, we had a lot of great ends. So I played three technique. I played nose. I played all, I played all across the board. Um, but games like Michigan State, you know, I got this uh, – me and Jabril Peppers got the same amount of career interceptions in our careers. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm super cool with just having five gold pans. I think I, I, think I might have had like six sacks my entire career at Ohio State. I think I had three my senior year. Um, so, yeah, the, the shit is not daunting for, for my stats and really my play. I mean, I'll tell you right now, Cameron Hayward, Rob Rose. I mean, Rob Rose is a better, more athletic defense lineman than me. And if he didn't get hurt as many times as he did, he would have probably had a better NFL career than me. 
even Lawrence Wilson, same, same, same person, Vince, St. Vincent, St. Mary's. He actually played as a true freshman, played in a, the game, got a sack against the Notre Dame. He was better than me, flat out. He, t- he broke his leg twice while playing at the Ohio State University. So there's a lot of guys that, you know, people don't really hear about or don't see coming up to Kim and they might call them bust or things of that nature. But, you know, with injuries and just life happenings and even mental health uh, for those young athletes, you know, some of those careers don't pan out. Okay. So what I'm looking at now, it was Brian Hoyer, not Brian Hoyer. Okay. That sounds better. That's why I didn't think it was Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I played with Kirk Cousins uh, at the Washington Redskins. That was a good time. You ever like watch like some of these dudes on TV, like you're watching Brian Hoyer and you're sitting at like a game or somebody at a bar or something. You're like, I intercepted that dude in college. Man, you know what? I mean, I always look at like, like, like we just said, Kirk Cousins, the fact that he's still playing, um, uh, like Al, a guy like Al Wood. There's a, there's a lot of guys that I, I played with. I mean, I, I, my last few years I played with the St. Louis and LA Rams. I get the, I get the, you know, talk about my relationship and, and, and with, with a guy named like Aaron Donald. So I'm a fan of players, man. I, I played with AB. I hope that he get back in there. I know he's going through some stuff with the COVID and all that. Um, AB was my guy, still my guy. Um, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the people that I got the chance to play with. Cameron Hayward is my big little brother. I mean, I talk to him all the time. He's the highest paid 30 year old Pittsburgh Steeler ever. Um, so I'm super proud of, again, not not maybe being the most accolade. I think I was honorable mention um, all Big Ten. So it's not like something that's like, oh, uh, you know, pound my chest on, um, you know, what I did as a, I mean, as a Buckeye or, you know, the fact that I, I, I barely by the skin of my teeth, you need three years and like six games. So I got four years as far as technically making my pension. So I barely made my pension. But I say all that to say this. All of it is a blessing. All of it is a lesson. And I am better for it all. And I'm humble for it all. Like the, the fact that I coach and I mentor and I'm in a, I mean, I, I work with foster kids now. Um, it, it's one of those things where my presence is still felt. I'm still, I'm 6'6", 305 pounds. I lift weights. I damn near want to body build. Um, so my presence is there. My voice is bigger. I think I can have a bigger career um, outside of the uh, football field than I ever did playing for Ohio State or in the NFL. So it's cool, man. God is good, and he, and, he, and he looks like us. Dude, you have absolutely, like, you've accomplished more than more people could ever really imagine in their life, you know? I mean, a lot of these uh, young kids want to grow up playing college, be in the NFL. Yeah. You've done all that, man. I mean, you've, you've, you've played at the highest level. For sure. And, and the, cool thing sports, of, so. the cool thing, the cool thing that I do now is because, you know, I, I work with a lot of inner city schools. I work with South high school, uh, the Mifflin punchers. I work with, um, uh, another child, the, the child school with a leadership program through the driven foundation. And I got my own uh, foundation athletes for America. So like I, I get the chance to show people like, Hey, yeah, I'm six, six, 300 pounds. And again, I'll be honest, you might be more athletic than me, but you can't buy size. And the fact of the matter is there's only they're only taking the top of the top players. So normally you might not be able to make it. And it's OK. And I, and I tell them, you know, used to be's, you know, used to be's don't make no money or they don't make no honey. So you, you can't really figure out what you are trying to be on the strength of sports. So I try to use it in a good way. But, you know, again, I've mentored a lot of guys um, that were in high school that actually got a chance to play um, in, a, in the NFL. I used to work out with uh, Devon Hamilton um, when he was at Ohio State. I worked out with Ty Hamilton, who's at Ohio State currently. I used to work out Antonio Shelton when he played for Westerville South. And now he's uh, used to be a Penn State Nittany Lion. And now he transferred and was a senior at um, the Florida Gators. Um, and the list goes on. I, I mean, I trained Zach Harrison in high school with a dude named Chuck Gresham. 
um, worked out Sawyer a couple times at D1 when I used to train over there. So I, I, I got my impressions, and um, I'm still a little bit close to the program, even though I actually spoke to Ohio State's uh, team um, probably about like four Sundays ago, and I completely bombed it. It was just horrible. I was, we was talking about oh. – It's kind of like you go in there having like a whole plan of what you're going to do, and then like none of that happens. Oh, shoot. I think we like lost say things guys. bad to him when it's right, horrible, right. but, you know, it is what it is. Is it like you say you bombed it? Was it kind of like you went in there thinking like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to do this? And then, man, boom, so we got a, we got a guy named Tom. We got a guy named Tom Rohde who uh, is a beautiful guy, man. He works for FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So, you know, he just like randomly hit me like, hey, Doug, man, let's let's go to Ohio State. He gave me a couple of days head notice. I'm like, hey, can you just give your testimony? I'm like, all right, well, yeah. You know, it's probably going to be like four or five people. We're going to be in a room right before they go watch film. We can do it. Um, so when I go there, like I'm in front of the en- entire team. Like I'm in, I'm in front of everybody. Like I got Chris Olave here. I'm a fan. You got Sawyer. You got the Timolade. You got like everybody that I've been talking about and and and, and researching and doing things and and, and podcasts and little shows about. They're in my face. So all of a sudden I'm panicking. Like anxiety is real and I, and all that good stuff. So I'm like, yo, what am I? What I got notes. I'm started reading from my notes. The first couple of minutes went straight. And then again, man, I hit him with like a Philippians 1 verse 27. And I was like, yo, I don't remember it. And I love y'all. And yeah, I'm done. So, yeah, I gracefully got out there. Oh, and they all, there was some sympathy, hugs. And listen, it was bad. I'm not going to lie. And, and I got better from it. And I've been doing my time. You know, again, you, you, you get it. You move on. You get better. I'm a public speaker in nature. But some days ain't your day. You know, so it is what it is. And it was fun. Did you hit up dude after it and be like, dude, you said there was going to be four people? No, you know what? He didn't tell me anything. But, you know, Tom actually met me in the parking lot because he was like, hey, man, you did all. I'm like, man, Tom, I didn't do awesome. He's going to tell me you did all. He's like, man, no, man, Jesus was all in you. I'm like, you know, you're positive. I didn't do good. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was great. It was fun. I'll do it again. But next time I know what I'm, I'm here for. So he didn't tell me it was four people. But I really didn't expect it to be you know, 47 people in a, in, a, in a room full of my old teammates like Hartline and C.J. Barnett and. You know, I told I, I was I talked to CJ Barnett at me and he was cracking at me. And, and again, rightfully so. I, I laughed with him. Um it was one of those laughs with the whole rush on the back of your neck came. But uh it was good. It was good for the soul. I guess I guess um one of the last games I want to talk about is that that obviously that Iowa game, you know? Yeah. Um you you guys got I that Iowa team was pretty good. Their quarterback, I, I don't even know if he was really that good, I, unless he was just having like a, a fucking banging game that game. But yeah, no. So the funny thing about that, their quarterback, um, their, their starting quarterback got hurt. And the quarterback that we got was a freshman. And we didn't know who he was. And he actually had a very good game against us. So, um, no, that Iowa game, it came down to the trenches. And I mean, I made a sack, but the, the, the couple plays before that, um, I threw the tight end into like the tackle and me and Spittler got a tackle for loss. Um, and then we got another like big stop and it, it was all in all a really good game. Um, and the fact of the matter, it being senior day um, and, and us knowing that it was a chance at the Rose Bowl, um, it was it was it was something to remember. And we all played well. I mean, um, I think I think uh, B. Rowe had an interception and, you know, he had a b- bunch of tackles. It was, it was just a good game for the defense. It was a low scoring game and um, it was cool to to win in that environment. And obviously, it was amazing to get a, a victory my last time playing in the shoot. 
I mean, that was a good that was a good Iowa team too because they had freaking Adrian Claiborne yeah. on that team, which was I don't know who else defensively in the country was like the guy that year, but Adrian Claiborne was probably one of the top defensive. No, guys yeah, in the country. And Adrian and Claiborne. Uh, I mean, I think he had about two to three sacks against us. I mean, he was going against either Mike Adams or Shugarts, and he was doing work. I, I remember the game. I remember you know that particular fight, and even the week leading up to it, we knew if they could control them which they didn't you really couldn't control that guy but um we would have had a chance and he played well so it was uh it was cool to go against you know guys like that I actually seen him uh, a few times in a league when I played for Tampa Bay he played for Atlanta um but yeah guys like that uh you know make those games really really cool just to go back and see a guy who was uh you know a phenomenal even NFL player um that you got a, a victory up on her so it was cool it was good you guys, the deep the defense gave like the team a chance to win the game. You know, you guys go in the overtime, and they, I think it was an overtime where you made that incredible sack, right? Yeah, man. Honestly, I was dead tired. The sack wasn't really even that incredible. I had um, who was it? I had uh, Austin Spitler, maybe, or it was somebody random, and I had him go up and under, and I just wrapped around, and I didn't really even get blocked. Really, like the guy, I just stand in front of the guard and came back around and just try not to get juked. So it was really a defensive effort, even that sack. Um, I can't really take the full credit for it. But the fact of the matter, it took him out of field goal range and shit. We won that game. So it was beautiful. It was awesome. Yeah, but, but man, even if you listen to the listen to the video I posted, man, I did. the yes, announcers sir. in that game, that, that makes it so much better. It's kind of like yeah. a, a Gus Johnson on the call or something. But man, the dude, the way he hyped the play up when you made that sack, uh, voice cracking and everything, and then his voice crack when uh, – was it Barkley? Devin Barkley, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hit the, the, the winner. Yep, yep. No, yeah. Listen, I'm not trying to – I like to always give my teammates some credit. That's how I've always been. And I knew I wasn't – I knew I was a hard worker. I wasn't the most athletic. But that particular play, I I know I don't even really deserve the credit the way that my defensive end crushed that guard. And I could just really just walk around a corner and just grab a sack. But uh, all in all – that defense, I think Anderson Russell had an interception. Um, the defensive backs played good. Devon Torrance, who is still playing, you know, minor league baseball. You know, we 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 came we again across the board. We we probably wasn't the most talented in different ways. Uh, we had, I think, the best player we had was Thaddeus Gibson. I think he was better than Cam, but obviously Cam had the career because he got the body and the size. But um, we had some phenomenal games, and we came together as a team, and we we just had some pride, and it was cool. To, it was it was it was it was it was amazing. It was amazing. It was it was the best time of my life for sure. I mean, after that, you, you got well, you got drafted in what the seventh round by the Steelers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pick two forty two, um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Right after my guy Antonio Brown, um, I got picked the same Thaddeus Gibson. Uh, which was my defensive end. He got picked fourth round. I got picked seventh round. I was actually pissed about it too because I I was talking to Baltimore the day before and they were telling me they was gonna get me like in a in the fifth round or the fourth round. It was selling me a dream. Um, but uh, yeah, I got picked two forty two. The same pick actually as Brian uh, no Kiesel Kiesel Brett Kiesel of Pittsburgh still. I remember when he introduced himself. He was like, "Hey, I'm Brett Kiesel, man. I got picked two forty two as well." I'm like, "Oh." 240. Oh, okay. That's all oh, cool. Cool story, bro. And he was like, yeah, you know what I mean? So it was, a, it was a great organization. Um, they did, they did well by me, even though they cut me twice before the first couple of weeks of the season. Uh, but it was cool. And I got some, uh, some cool friends, uh, on that team as well. Was it, was it like the experience of getting drafted? Was it like, were you losing hope? Were you like, I'm not getting drafted, bro. 
You know what? I actually went to sleep. I went to sleep. Um, I was sad. I, I, I rented out like a suite uh, downtown. I had my mom and my dad. I got I got this picture actually of me. You know, when I got drafted, I was crying uh, with my dad giving me a hug because I was kind of over it. I was thinking about what teams I wanted to, you know, maybe you know try free agency out. Um, and the thing about it though, my my roommate the year before, Maurice Wells. Um, he went to draft without getting drafted. Oh, and man. it kind of was like almost the eerie, same, similar thing that happened. And I just went to sleep and then kind of got woke up by my phone and it was Pittsburgh. So it was it was tough. It was like gut-wrenching, but it was humbling. And it was kind of what I needed, you know, going into my career, especially having the career that I had, uh, trying to just, you know, tooth and nail, you know, stay in there. So it was good. It was good. It was powerful. That's cool. I mean, obviously – the transition from like college to the NFL. I mean, a lot of people like to make the weird, like, Oh, NFL players and college players. I mean, dude, I, th- I feel like nobody really knows unless you've been in the situation to play in the next level, what it's like to transition from college right. to the NFL. No, definitely. Um, uh, the thing about the NFL is like, you can, you, some guys get like a nice little camp experience, but when you're in those trenches, when you're actually playing against a mano y mano, and this is for people's jobs, these is grown ass men, they're 33, 34. They got, you know what I mean? Wives and a girlfriend on the side. Like they, they got bills to pay and, and they're, they're coming for you every play. Um, and, and far as even practices, they're, they're, they're a different type of intense. Um, the athletes that you play against, I played against Trent Williams for three years with the Washington Redskins. He's at the 49ers right now. He's the highest paid offensive tackle. This guy is six, four, you know, 340 pounds. And he's running a four, seven, completely unfair, completely unfair to play against or even practice against. Um, so it's a different game. You know, it, 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 it it's laugh when you, you get like a, uh, a bad, like maybe Cleveland team, or now let's say the, the Detroit Lions, and they say, hey, do you think, you know, Georgia, the number one team, could beat? The-? No, hell no. There's no way that a college team, I don't care. I mean, maybe if you put like a all-time, uh, if you put like maybe the all the, all the All-Americans on one team and have like the best coaching staff and give them like three weeks to prepare, they might lose, they might beat the, the, the best team in the NFL. But it's highly unlikely just because of the level of play, the experience. I mean, these guys are the creme to the creme of every NFL, I mean, every college team. So uh, it was great to play. It was, uh, again, a blessing. I stayed in there for six years. I don't really know how I did it. It was almost like a blur. Uh, but God is good. And the, the fact of the matter, I got a couple bumps and bruises, but it was all worth it. Every time that every time you got yeah. cut and got a call from another team, was it more or less like packed up? Man, and so like right in the there be- was just like you just stayed in a man, hotel. In the beginning, I used to cry like a baby, man. To be honest with you, I, I remember I remember getting cut by Pittsburgh the second time. I remember you know they had like this big pool table, and I feel like I was about to damn near collapse. Like my knees got weak, and I seen my dude Thad. I'm like, bro, they cut me again. He's like, bro, quit lying, man. We about to go to practice. They cut me right before practice, so I'm like, yo, they cut me again. So yeah. at that time, I went home the crying. Uh, got picked up by Tampa Bay. I got cut after the lockout. I was crying again. Then I got picked up by the Washington Redskins, played a couple years with them. And I kind of knew the game after that. So it wasn't a, that many tears. It's more like just call my agent and, uh, you know, put the bag to the side and get ready for workouts. So it was uh, definitely a grind. I'm a blue collar NFL guy to say the least, uh, but I'm, 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 I'm forever grateful. And it's cool to have this testimony to tell like the young people, about the efforts you make and even like the practice squad guys. Like I made the, I made my pension off a of practice squad. If I played like the first year, cause back in the day you can like, if you, if you play like over a certain amount of games, you couldn't be eligible for practice squad. Now anybody can be eligible for practice squad. 
back in my day, I'm glad the fact that the first few years I played on practice squad and then uh, eventually got called up every every single year to make my my years count. But I was like the I was like the Rudy. I was damn near like the Rudy of the NFL for like honestly, I was like freaking Rudy. I, what I, I used to I used to play offensive tackle going against like Brian Arakpo and uh, Ryan Kerrigan, who's a Purdue guy who like sacked TP three times when we lost to Purdue. That that's a that that was a hurtful game, but that's another. Offensive yeah, I played off, like on scout team. So my scout team, okay. my scout team coach was was Tim McVay was the was the L.A. Rams head coach now, and then on that staff was yeah. also the um, the head coach for the Green Bay Packers. So it was all a Shanahan Shanahan guy, and then obviously it was Kyle Shanahan, who's the 49ers uh, head coach. So it was like I played, I, I was being coached in 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 uh, in the NFL, even on my practice squad side by some legendary coaches. So. The experience, like I said, it was. Uh, I'm forever grateful. That's insane, dude. I mean, at least you got like, man, you got a lot of like crazy stories to tell. You lived, you lived the dream, man. I mean, that's all that any of these athletes coming out like hope to live. You know, I mean, what? What's the percentage of like college yeah. athletes that actually make it to the NFL? You made it to the NFL, man. You oh, hell, hell yeah. And what I say about the the skin of my teeth, I stayed in there long enough to be able to acquire a a, a pension. I really humbly. I thank God for it every day. I'm forever grateful for it. By the time I'm 45, you know, I should be able, I could pull a, a great chunk of money every month for the rest of my life. And I plan on living for it to 130. So it's going to be great. So with that all being said, I am forever grateful. Um, it's a great testimony to be able to tell, you know, other guys that are at, at Ohio state or any guy that I talk to in a college area about the opportunity. It also comes with a lot of pain because as many uh, as many times I talk about how I made my pension, I know friends and guys that were better than me that didn't that wasn't able to stick around as long for various reasons. So it's a bittersweet thing to talk about, you know, the NFL and how big of a monster it is. I'm glad I came out on the other side, you know, well and uh, you know unscathed in different ways. That's awesome, dude. I guess. One of the last things I want to ask you before um, we we end this, um, do you think with the Heisman like votes or what? I don't know. I don't know when that ends. Maybe next week or something when they start voting for the Heisman. Yeah, yeah, a couple but, weeks. Yeah. Do you think CJ Stroud has like a an actual fighting chance to win, or you think the SEC guy Bryce Young is gonna get the nod regardless? You know, it's all about the the committee, right? So so Bryce Young is about to get at least one more opportunity in front of those guys before they get to. You know, pick and if he does a good enough job against a Georgia team, um, who knows? I think CJ Stroud, even the way that he played, I think he was like, uh, uh, I got it right here. He's thirty four for forty nine for three hundred and ninety four yards and two tugs. Like he played, he didn't lose Ohio State the game um, against the team up north, and he still has some really impressive stats. Obviously, getting a win right there almost cements him to a certain extent. But, you know, he got his accolades this week being the freshman of the year, the quarterback of the year. And I think he got the – was he the Big Ten offensive player? Some crazy. He he, he got some great uh, trophies yeah. as a freshman. So my hat's off to him. Another trophy is having one of uh, one of his uh, peers, you know, go into the transfer portal. I don't know the guy's name, but I wish him the best. I wish him a Joey Bur- Burrow opportunity. Um, but um, C.J. Shroud is the real deal. Um, and I hope that, uh, you know, again, it would have been beautiful for us to be able to go to Indianapolis and uh, and, and have that uh, and have that Big Ten championship, you know, under his belt, too. But it didn't happen this year. But again, I think it bodes well for him. And Young has another opportunity against Georgia. And if, if he doesn't come up the way that he needs to, I think C.J. Shroud is definitely a front runner. 
you think that's going to be the, the game that decides it for pretty much C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. Yeah. So Bryce Young goes out and pl- plays really well against Georgia. He wins. Right. He goes out and looks like ass against Georgia. C.J. Stroud wins it. You think that's how it's going to go? I think it should. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like if you're sitting out at home, um, it's almost just like, you know, who has the ball last? You know, Young has another chance to show the committee, you know, what he can do as an athlete, what he can do as a quarterback, and what he can do as leading his team. And that's what the Heisman Committee is looking for. They're looking for big games where it's not a, a, bigger, a, a bigger game for uh, Alabama being a one-loss Alabama going against, you know, Georgia, who you've been able to dominate. But, you know, again, it seems like this is their year. They have, like, one of the number one defenses. So I think the, the, the showcase is there. I hope, I hope, obviously, for the even Ohio State, you know, small chances of getting into the playoffs that Alabama gets destroyed and Young, you know, obviously, you know, has a horrible game and C.J. Stroud gets an opportunity and maybe Ohio State, like you want, um, that optimism to uh, to go back into the playoffs. Yep, I, I'm going to stay optimistic and I hope that C.J. Stroud gets it because we haven't won a high yeah, since Yeah, I hope snap, he does so. too. I think it would be. I think it'd just be a cool thing to have Ohio State quarterback win it, even though people aren't going to like it. People don't really fucking know football if they don't see why he deserves. Well to win said. Heisman. Well said. Well said. And again, it, it, it boasts a great opportunity for a guy to, who has to. I mean, he he already redshirted one year, so he he's actually two years out of high school. But if he can win it, maybe this year it bodes really well for him coming back. Uh, with a star-studded, um, even though we're losing a Lave, probably we'll lose a Wilson as well. Um, he's going to have a great group of wide receivers to throw it to. You know, it, it kind of sets him up for a two-time Heisman opportunity. And I think the committee even likes to see that, especially because, like you said earlier, Ohio State is uh, is a fan favorite because we pay the bills. That's true, man. Well, honestly, dude, I appreciate you coming on here with me. I think it's been pretty good. Yeah. I mean, usually I don't really talk to somebody this long, but when you're vibing and you got a lot of stuff to talk about, I mean, people could just talk forever. And well like, said. It's easy to chat with you, man. Man, I appreciate it, man. You're a great host, man. You have some great questions. Um, I appreciate the energy. I hey, love man, what I'll, you do I'll, on the on the Instagram. And anytime you need me, man, I'm just a call away. So I appreciate it. And I uh, I look forward to uh, to speaking to you again, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you. Have a good All night. Right, go Bucks, God guys. bless. Go Bucks. All right, guys. Peace out. Hope I hope everybody liked this, man. Um, yeah, man. If y'all want to feed it, y'all want to say nothing. Chase, just a guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all want to say in? anything? Y'all can get on here. I'm, I'm, I'm down to ch- ch- to chat it. Wait, let's see, let's see what Lucas got to say. Let's go, Luke. What's Luke, up? Don't, don't, don't say any stupid shit, or you're gonna get kicked, buddy. Man, it's all right. He can say stupid stuff. We can, we can handle it. What you got? All right, here we go. Let's see. All right, Lucas, unmute your mic. Let's hear what you got. Oh, Lucas. Punked out. That's okay. Maybe he messed up. He might have had a bad connection. So oh, he's back. Let's see. Yeah, what's up, wait. Marcel? All right, let, let's see what you got. What Marcel you got, might Marcel might have some good questions. Let's see what Marcel has after Lucas. Yeah, he's been on all the whole time. We appreciate you. Lucas, you gotta Marcel. unmute. Yeah, me, Lucas, you gotta hit the mute button at the bottom. There you go. What you got? What you got, Lucas? What's going on, fellas? No, I I, I, I wasn't on here the whole time, man. I just caught the tail end, man. But awesome, uh, man. um yeah, I, I missed the uh, the beginning uh, aspect of it. Did you guys talk about how you guys feel about uh, the Buckeyes playoff chances? Um, as far yeah. as like what pans out this week, I, I sort of missed that. So I just no, for sure. We'll, I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown, man. It, I, my my opinion, uh, we have a small fighters chance. Uh, uh, my, my co the co host the, the host of hosts he is. Uh, he is really optimistic for the chances, but we, we would need obviously Alabama to get destroyed. Um, so they, they're not the two lost team that the committee looks at. Um, we will have to have, you know, Cincinnati go down to Houston 
it will it will have to be a perfect storm. Baylor will have to barely almost be Oklahoma. Um, it has to be a lot of things to happen for us to get in there. Um, Notre Dame being a, a, a team that is coachless, even though um, uh, Marcus Freeman, a Buckeye, a guy I played with, uh, is going to be the head coach. I'm super proud of him. But um, we'll need a perfect storm. I don't see it happening. I hope that we get a chance to go against maybe Alabama or, or maybe even Oregon um, in a big-time New Year's Eve bowl. But, you know, we'll see. It'll be fun. Yeah, man. Sounds good, man. I got I got a lot of guys that, uh, you know, is from my area that uh, went to OSU. Um, I got a family member that played for OSU. Awesome. Uh, where you from? Uh, where, you, where, you, where you stay at? Uh, I live in Minnesota right now, but I'm from okay. Canton, man. I'm from Canton, Ohio. Yeah, okay. Uh, Canton, Canton. That's what's um, up. Uh, Mike Doss um, is one of Mike them. Mike Doss, the OG. Uh, That's my big brother, man. I love Mike Doss. Uh, yep. Um, Kenny Peterson is my first cousin. So that's man. Yo, okay. So Kenny Peterson, um, he used to help me uh, and me. I don't know if you know his, one of his right-hand mans is Leonard, not Leonard, um, uh, Jeremy Stokes. He used to train. Yeah. yeah. So Jeremy yep. Stokes was like my big, he was like an extra dad figure to me. He's the, he is, uh, he means a lot to me. So Kenny P was my guy. Um, Will Smith, they used to all take care of me and pick me up and take me to the steak restaurant and, there was there, there was some great OGs to say the least for sure. Yes, man, great guys, man, great guys, man. Uh, man, we got to get my boys' podcast rocking, man, because this dude he he uh he does everything, man. He covers every single sport, man. What's well that? I, I I really appreciate this dude. You know, just like trying to create, you know, an avenue for you know, just like uh, former Buckeyes and just having yeah, no, for sure, going on, man. So I don't know what we got to do to get my man's podcast jumping. You know, we might have to. You might. You, you should make a um. What is that? A uh, like an ad on like Snapchat or something, bro, to like get your get your stuff out there, man. Yeah, yeah. You just just repost it, man. Out, just repost it. Yeah. We can definitely make it happen. He deserves it for sure. Yeah, he put out awesome content, man. So you know, shout out to you, man, for having this, man. And it's just a a cool thing to listen into. You know, get to hear different stories from former Buckeyes and. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man it's a real awesome. treat, man. So, it's a great yeah, platform man, I, for I look sure. forward to you know, um, just hearing more, man. So, this is this is dope, man. No, I appreciate it, man. This is dope, I appreciate man. it. Me, me, and you, me and you chatted a lot, man. So, I appreciate you as you you as a follower as well, because you know not all followers are, are as cool as they are. So, You're right. I re- I respect the followers like you, especially the ones that have stuck around and have been following for as long as they have. Cause I know for a fact that you, Lucas, you've been following for a long time. So awesome. I do appreciate you as well, man. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold up too much more time. I'm gonna see if somebody. Yeah. Marcel up in, in the waiting room. Hey, man. We appreciate you, Luke, man. Hey, God Thank bless you, everybody. Everybody, uh, everybody stay safe, man. And, you know, stay prayed up in this time. Man, so y'all stay, stay safe and healthy, man. And, uh, I'll be hollering at y'all, man. All right, King. Have a good one. All right, man. Have a good night, bro. Yep, good night. Good night. All right, Doug, let me tell you something about Marcel. I know Marcel. Marcel's a cool guy. Nice. He's a, he's a big fan of the team up north, so let's see what he got to say. Let's come on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. All right, Marcel, unmute your mic. Let's hear what you got to say, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I am I am a Michigan fan. I got to be real with y'all. That's all right. That's good, but, man. But I wanted to say, man, great job. This is, this is done well, which is great to hear about your faith and your experience with the NFL. I mean, I feel like, you know, it's, it's not for long, right, is what they call it. Well, so you're sir. Able to do that, you know, for so much longer. Man, I feel like you should be talking to kids and athletes even more, man. This is great. 
Yeah, man. I mean, that is my life's calling. I got a nonprofit called Athletes for America. Yeah. So I, I mentor a bunch Okay. Of Let me write that down. I'm right here. I'm right here. That is Athletes that for is, America. Yeah, that is the calling. Okay. So, hey, I appreciate you, man. And again, I'm 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 glad the rivalry got reset it. So I, I'm right? not mad. I'm I'm not college football. You know, is so again, much I, I got to kind of like lick my wounds because I'm still hurt. I, I'm never <laughs> going to say like I'm happy y'all we lost. But at the end of the day, just to have the the, the fire right. to care about how many days is to the game. Like I can't wait to buy my tickets. I can't right. wait to go yeah. into that stadium and and watch that game. Like I, I can't wait for that redemption. So it's gonna be good, man. We're gonna talk to you so a couple more times before that happens. <laughs> For sure. College football is so much better for it. it and, and if people don't realize that how good C.J. Stroud is, I mean, he's, he's a clear Heisman to me. There you uh, go. I mean, obviously, I mean, how do you have, right, like more, what, how many um, incomplete passes did he have or something last, the game Oh, before? yeah, yeah. I think a couple weeks ago. It was like less, it was like 10, maybe, 9, Yeah, 10. a couple. Oh, my god. A couple gosh. weeks ago against Michigan State, he had, I think, like those five Michigan touchdowns. State. And then he had like four yeah. incompletes. It was something crazy in the That's first ridiculous. half. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That, that's got to be a record. That was a crazy stat line. That was a crazy stat line for sure. That was that was amazing. I, I hate that he's that good because I'm from the team up north. Yeah, where you from? Where you from, Marcel? I'm from Detroit. Oh, okay, so that's good, man. I I, I do not yeah. like folks who are like from Ohio <laughs> and then are just some some oh, no, some way no, just man. like big like man, go somewhere, man. You, if you got beat up when you was a kid, yeah. you don't have to hate us just because <laughs> the person beating you was up had had some scarlet and gray on. Calm down, it's all good. No, no, man. I, I, yeah, I just, I just want to jump in and say, man, this was a great interview. Appreciate I came you, in a little bit later, but yeah, this was, oh man, I really appreciated this, Anthony, man. You did a great job. Yeah, I wish you could save this and, and make it a podcast. If I don't know if y'all can do that, but no, it'll be saved, man. As soon as it's okay. over, I'll post it, and anybody can go okay. back and listen to it and share it. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'll do. Anytime I do like a, a podcast or something with a guy, a player, or anybody, I'll always post it where the people that didn't didn't get okay. a chance to listen to it. Um, does does jump on there and get to, get a chance to listen to it and like backtracking on like the thing that um yeah. the guy before said I'm not freaking I don't even know why I forgot his name but Lucas um, yeah Lucas yeah um the main reason I feel like people don't follow the platform it's not like they don't want to follow it and listen to it it's more or less like it's a newer platform that right. I feel like people don't want to make take the extra step to let's download yeah. this app real quick so they can listen in and I feel like people they, hate downloading apps. Dude, I know, but yeah. I feel like if, oh, they, yeah. if people gave it a chance <laughs> to actually sit here and listen to it, I feel like they'd be extremely entertained considering the fact that they could be educated on a lot of different things because, Doug, man, you 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 educated a lot of things. Like, bro, and I, I just think that anything that we talked about today, anybody that would have actually tuned in to listen to would have actually like been like, damn, this is actually oh, yeah. pretty cool. And they could even have the chance to like ask you a question or a few, bro. So yeah, they will. And you, you'll get more. You'll get more. You'll get more than it happened. So th- this is just something you got to keep on plugging away. I didn't, I haven't, I didn't have the app until I got on the show. I didn't even know about it. So I'm definitely going to, you know, tune in and, and find out what other things are on here. And I love podcasts. I started a couple. I failed at a couple. But if it's worth doing, it's worth doing badly. So I'll probably do me a podcast soon too. Maybe use this platform. So I appreciate you. I didn't know if people, people knew your man. name, but Anthony. I didn't know if we called you Anthony. I didn't want to put your name out there because you know you got a lot of trolls. But um, yeah, you did a hell of a job, no, bro. It's a hell of a platform. Yeah. Hell of a platform. People, people, Chase, people Leslie, know Blake, y'all got something? Chase, Leslie, Blake, y'all got to say something? Y'all good? Yeah. Anybody else, man? Anybody else want to hop in and ask a question or something real quick? Because, I mean, I ain't got nothing to do. But Man, I'm cool. And I'm about to go ahead and and, and, and call it a night after this. So it's all good. Blake, okay, what's up, Blake? What's the word? Let's see what, let's see what Blake has to say. All right, Blake, let's hear it, bro. Hit the – I'll mute your mic. 
So I just feel like people need to have a little confidence, you know. Some people might have not. All right, there you go. go. What's up, Blake? <laughs> oh, he, is he? Well, hey, Blake, Blake, come on, man, say something, man. This, 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 this howl. If this, this howl. Hey, oh, what's up, Blake? All right, what's How up? do we fix this defense? How do we fix this defense? That's a great question, Blake. Um, I'm a guy that played in the trenches. Um, I'll be honest with you, they're way more talented than me. But, you know, again, I think it was a scheme thing, and I feel like we're just trying to make a lot of big plays. So it starts up front. Um, I don't think that we were physical as the guys up north was last week. Um, that's not the case every game. I feel like sometimes people get higher. It, it works off emotions. They played a lot, a lot more inspired than us. And when we play inspired, when Haskell Garrett plays inspired, when Zach Harrison plays inspired, nobody can block them. Nobody can handle them. But sometimes if we get our heads in the cloud and we think that we're, you know, we're, re we're reading the clippings and the, and, the, and the headlines that were really sweet, then we get our, our, our wig pushed back. So it's interesting, but I think we, we don't need to be fixed. We just need to be on tune and, you know, maybe not do as many commercials. Do you see a different defensive coordinator? You know what? They're definitely going to press the issue. That's what Ohio State does. Um, they don't really fire people. I was hearing a lot this week that why why, why haven't nobody been fired from um, – they don't do that at Ohio State because they want you to go on and have a good legacy and a good career. That's just really commendable. Um, with that being said, you know, obviously – um, in the beginning, in the, in the middle of the season, they were asking for a new head coach. It just wasn't going to happen that fast. They are probably shopping around a, a big couple million dollar check to somebody out there to become the next D coordinator. Um, uh, they would love to get Marcus Freeman uh, for many reasons. Uh, I don't think he's going to laugh. I think he's going to obviously sign with Notre Dame and be their head coach. Shout out to him. Um, but yeah, they're going to definitely change um, the face of the defense in many ways. And I, I hate to say it, but, you know, to have an offense like Day, um, to have an offense that, 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 you know, doesn't take that much time off the clock and is really explosive, it puts a lot on your defense. Some of my best defensive years when the Silver Bullets was ranked number one in the country is when we had, like, Beanie Wells and we had those, you know, 17 to three games when, the, you know, the offense had the ball for, you know, 40, you know, 70% of the game. So um, it, you got you to gotta love it, but you got to hate it. And, you know, the defense will change. I don't know if it's going to equate to uh, what we want as far as that silver bullet defense and shutting people out as much. All right, guys, this is my first time actually listening to this podcast, and I'm going to uh, continue giving a listen. This is pretty freaking awesome. Thanks, so. Blake, man. I appreciate you. Talk to you guys later. Go <laughs> Bucks. Right, go Bucks. Well, shoot. Go Bucks, guys, man. Well, shoot, I think I need to start ending ending it with more or less let's see what people got to say because, man, I'd be jumping the gun and be like, all right, let's end this real quick. I mean, it's still a learning curve for me too, man. There you so. go. Yeah, man, listen, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing badly first. And you, you've you been doing well with all your content, with all your energy. This is just another step where you're going to be able to, you know, make your platform that much bigger. So take your time and always write notes and just go ahead and discover it and recreate the will. And then this could be your livelihood. So enjoy it, man. And I'm, I'm proud to be on here with you. And I look forward to anytime you need me, you know, you got me. So let's do it. Yeah, man. We're, I'll definitely get you on here more and try to get some yeah. other guys because I've already got a bunch of things lined up. Like even Titus Powell nice. sent him a message last night and he, and he agreed to get on here with me. Yeah, he's a good speaker, too. Like, he's real good. Yeah, so, I mean, I got a lot of dudes lined up that are willing, man. Like, a lot of these former guys, they're cool as hell. Even Cedric Wilson was down, but, man, it's nice. like he, he's, he's probably pretty busy, so yeah. he, he ain't really had time to open up his messages. And honestly, man, 
I ain't take no notes. This is everything I've been saying tonight is just off the dome. So yeah, no me, you and me, well, you and me as well. Uh, with that being said, you got to think the bigger picture too. Is like with this whole the media and how you know how easy it is to access stuff. It, as your platform, like the IG gets go, you know steady climbs like it has been. You know, you're going to be able to get some sponsors and be able to get some money to be able to put all this stuff on and just in the middle, just have a commercial or two. Hey, you know, what I mean, this is brought to you by Blase Skip, Blase Skip, Blase Skip. So it's good, man. And even the NIL, you might be able to, you know, pay or give a gift card every time a real player comes on or something like that. So keep your eyes open, bro. It's going, it's going to happen. Hey, that, no, man, I appreciate it. And again, man, thanks for getting on here with me. We're definitely going to yeah. do it again because. It's always fun jumping awesome. on What's up, Ethan? Knows, knows Ethan just game. missed out, man. Ethan, you good? Go Bucks, man. We had a great, great conversation. I appreciate yeah, you guys. Anybody, Chase, you ain't want to say anybody. nothing. Leslie, what happened? <laughs> everybody good? Chase, and, and, and I think, is, that, is, is that Leslie? Is that, am I saying that right? You know, I got hit in the head as a, my, my former life. I don't know if that was the right. Everybody good? You know, you okay. Know, yeah, Chase, Chase is a cool guy. Chase is actually one of the guys that works with the, the app. So Nice, Chase. Awesome. Good to have you too, so, man. So is that like right, Tom man. on MySpace? Like he's on everybody's thing? I mean, he listens, he does his own podcast oh, okay. out here too, man. He he does his own. Um, I think he does like a lot of like the inner inner stuff with the app. I don't really know the whole title he has. I don't know if nice. he wants to help out with that, but I think he's he's got a title. I just don't know exactly how, how it would go. But awesome. Um, you give some thumbs up, so it makes sense. Awesome, man. Yeah, guys so had a I, good I feel like night, that was man. I was I was I was saying the right stuff. He was like, Yep, yep, you're right. Awesome. That's beautiful, man. Awesome. I like it. I appreciate all right. you all. Good time. All right, bro. All right, well, bro. I think I think that it was pretty successful. I do appreciate it again, man. We'll definitely yeah, do this no doubt. again. All right, man. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Keep growing, brother. Right, we'll man. talk soon. All right, man. Have a good night. Bye, right, peace.